Welcome to Say Less, Say Yes. Here you're going to learn about self-love and boundaries. I am Lauren Hallgren and I am the face of Say Less, Say Yes. Along the way, you'll resonate with my experiences as I share with you about the pain and discomfort that comes from not loving yourself. Here, we will discuss a multitude of ways for you to love yourself and grow into who God has called you to Hello, be. Hello everybody, welcome back to Say Less, Say Yes. This episode is going to be fire. I can already feel it. So let's dig right into it. What's getting into bed with you? And I'm not even talking physically, but let's just break down the meaning here real quick. Meaning, making an agreement to work with another person or group. And that's usually said when like exchanging a business deal, like, so are we getting into bed together or that kind of thing. It's a really good reference. And I'm just so excited to share what I have with you guys as far as like my thoughts processing. And like, this is something if I would have known so long ago, I would have been so different. Like if I, if I could have even had this offered to me to the point where I was able to hear it, I would have changed my life drastically a long time ago. So I'm hoping to shorten the learning curve with this. What have you been carrying around? Worry, anxiety, anger. I mean, we could go on like frustration, disappointment, anything. Just take a second to answer the question, what have you been carrying around? day to day when you wake up from when you go to bed and it's not something you let go of. It might be something that when you wake up you don't realize that you're carrying it with you throughout the day or you get up out of your bed and you know you start doing your daily whether that's giving yourself time in the morning to actually work on yourself or you roll out of bed 10 minutes later you have to leave, be in your car, make sure you've grabbed breakfast and all of that stuff so you're not even setting yourself up for success at that point. But you go to your job or whatever it is that you do day to day, you may not be thinking of it in the forefront of your mind, but your subconscious is literally surrounded by it, like involved in every single decision that you're making. So with that being said, what have you been carrying around? I am just so tired. I don't wanna do anything. I am just gonna give myself a rest today. And we'll talk about that in another episode because rest is very different from a do nothing day. But what I need you guys to do is give yourself permission to pause. What do I mean by that? Give yourself permission to pause and feel those feelings and go through it. Why do I feel like this? There's days you guys, I go through it. Okay, clearly I like there's something going on because I feel lethargic, I'm tired and I got like a whole whopping, you know, six hours of sleep, which is pretty good for me. That's about the norm when we have children who are sleeping. Currently, that's not the case, but for this specific example, I'm sleeping six hours a night, like nothing's changing and I've been just really energized and I think maybe I'm just having a little bit of burnout. What I need to do is pause instead of just avoid everything that I need to do that day. And I need to sit with it and say, why am I feeling this way? And you guys, sometimes like that doesn't come in a day. That doesn't come in 10, 15 minutes. You have to literally just think about it. 
because we have to process. You need to give yourself permission to feel those, to explore those. Then give yourself what you need. Like if you do, if it is burnout, let me just say this. If it is burnout, you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself because that's when we start burning out is when we aren't taking care of ourselves where we're like, oh, this is a luxury. No, you guys, sometimes there's necessities. Like when I started being an entrepreneur, I was like, oh, I don't need sleep, right? Like I used to go off of four hours of sleep, like no big deal every single night for however many years that does eventually catch up to you if nobody's told you that. For me now, sleep is a non-negotiable because I see how it affects me directly, which means it affects my children directly because I'm with my children every single day the mass majority of the day. And if I do not have the patience or the ability to sit and regulate myself and my feelings, how do you think I could possibly help our children regulate their feelings, right? Like it's not something that's doable. So I need to make sure that I am my best self, again, filling your cup first. So what I overflow with is love and compassion and patience, which sometimes I need more patience, but (laughs) that's besides the point. Give yourself permission to put yourself first. It is not selfish. It is a must. Give yourself permission to feel your feelings. Give yourself permission to be vulnerable with yourself. Give yourself permission to be a better you. Give yourself permission to stop being a perfectionist. Perfection is not something that is sustainable, you guys. It is a fear. And perfection, why it's not sustainable, is because everybody's definition of perfection is different. And that's so unattainable. And I'm still somewhat a perfectionist. I like our house very clean. I function best that way. And your room looks like your mind. So if your room's a mess, clean your room and it'll help clear your mind. Just give yourself permission is the big thing. Just give yourself permission to pause and do whatever it is you need in order to get past this block instead of just shoving it down your throat until you think that it's down far enough you're not ever gonna see it again. Why couples go to bed. This is so very crucial. Why couples go to bed, you guys. And I am not a marriage counselor. I am not a therapist. I am not anything. Again, this is just me and my personal experiences. But what I can tell you is it is very crucial because you connect on different intimate levels, you guys. And let's just knock this out right now because sex is not the only kind of intimacy in this world. And why do you think that some people can just be okay and go out and have sex with people, but emotionally they're damaged, mentally they're damaged, physically it's, they have needs that aren't being met because neither are their emotional or physical or spiritual needs. Intimacy doesn't always mean sex. There is emotional intimacy, there is spiritual intimacy, and there is physical intimacy. And I'm going to put physical last at the end of these descriptions because obviously physical is something that comes up with people and I think it is a huge thing in our society right now where everybody is always like show skin and be physical and that's how you love somebody and that is definitely not how you love somebody. 
at the end of the day, you guys, that's when there's time to talk. Like for me, yes, I'm a full-time employee. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I have a podcast. Yes, we're starting a, I don't know if it's really a homestead because all we have is chickens and we are doing our own garden this year. So I'm not really sure that's a homestead yet, but we're moving towards it. At the end of the day, it's just like, you ever just sit down and you're like, oh, time beat or like prop your feet up because your feet hurt so dang bad from being on them all day. Or you're just like, oh my gosh, my body aches so bad. And you didn't even go to the gym, right? For us, there's kids during the day. There are other things that take precedence. Obviously when you have your own people, like made your own people. The stress of the daily activities, you guys, and I'm not even talking about just with kids. I'm talking about even being single and not loving yourself. Talking about those vices that we have. You know, my vice was alcohol for a long, long, long time. And I can tell you all those sleepless nights. So I say sleepless because I was literally out partying, going then like sleeping a couple hours and going to work the next day. The daily activities sometimes override our ability to cope and sometimes we just need a release and sometimes for me for me that release was alcohol for others it could be alcohol it could be sex it could be you know all of these things that are not necessarily christian as long as you're trying to get closer to god every single day i personally believe that your vice will go away as long as you are unwavering and you are consistently going to God because when something starts looking up in your life, it's so easy to turn away from God. I do think God has a big part in this because we're supposed to give our struggles to him, guys. Like we're just supposed to lift it up and say, God, these are my struggles. These are my vices. I don't, I can't do it. Like that's really what it was. And I'm so thankful that our pastor did this sermon on Sunday because it was so real and I could so relate. It's like, God, I can't anymore. I can't have any more patience. I can't go another minute without yelling at my kids and listening to them screaming. God, I can't be any more patient with my husband. God, I can't be any more patient with his parents, my parents, whoever our friends are, who, what and whoever. You're done, you're at your wit's end because you are human, but if you go to God, we can. With God, all things are possible. With that being said, surviving is hard. Surviving is hella hard. You guys, life is hard in general. Living life is fun. And yes, there are hard choices. And those do come with consequences. You don't get to escape those. And what you say yes to, you say no to something else and vice versa. Those consequences obviously differ based off of the choice, but that doesn't mean there are no consequences. So at the end of the day, I ask you, what are you getting into bed with? What are you carrying from the day and getting letting it get into bed with you. What is it? When you let that stuff into your bed, you guys, sharing your bed is intimate. Why? Because it has such vulnerability and you're exposed. And I'm not talking about being naked under the sheets. I'm talking about your very brain and your soul are naked and they are vulnerable because you have been worn down from the daily activities. You might be sleep deprived. You might be on your last leg. 
You might be like, I'm so tired of living with this pain, this discomfort. And you might be thinking some thoughts that you shouldn't be thinking. And you let somebody, you're not willing to just let a stranger off the street come into your house and get into bed with them and be physically intimate with them with a random person. So why would you let your thoughts? Why are you letting your thoughts run you? It's not easy because our brain is like water. Oh, there's an obstacle. Let's go around it. Oh, let's go around it. Your brain is really submissive to, oh, that's hard. Let's not. You guys, you have to shape your brain to think, to look for reasons why it's positive, why you're doing this. That's why I tell every single person that I talk to, if you think you're going to do something and you're going to not half-ass it, it's going to be a hell yes. You need to write your why down because there is going to be some resistance. Regardless of what you do in your life, good choice, bad choice, there's going to be some resistance. And you need to be prepared with your armor of your why and God, and it comes knocking on your front door. You need to be prepared. When you are vulnerable and you are exposed, the only person that can save you is God. The only person who can shield you is God. Whether or not you are in your pajamas, whether you are in a suit, we're exposed. Every single day we're going out without armor on. And we put on this front. It was Mike Todd who said, there's a difference between being fashioned and styled. Fashion is where you go out and you see these people, you know, buy Louis, Gucci, Prada, all those things, head to toe for an outfit. They put it together and they look, it looks well put together. But then there's something missing. When you're sitting there and you take a step back and you look at your outfit, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, I don't know what it is. Something's missing. Is it another accessory? Oh, maybe it's some glasses. Maybe I need to change my earrings. Maybe I need to add a few more rings. Maybe I should change my shoes. You know what? Instead of this crossbody bag, it needs to be a clutch. No, y'all. <laughs> it's God. You need to be walking with God. He is what is going to armor you and help you get through this. And at nighttime, y'all, y'all, I talk to God every single day, almost all day, in my mind, because God's the only one through the through the days that I am having a conversation with conversation with that is not a toddler or an eight month old. He helps keep me sane. He helps me get the dishes done, the laundry done, the cooking, the cleaning. You guys, he helps me get it all done. And because I am praising and praying and coming to him with God, I am imperfect and I can no longer do this. I can't do it on my own because I do not have the capacity and you give it to him and you lay it at his feet, he is working wonders. And he says, take my hand and let me armor you. Take my word and I will cover you. And you will walk, we will walk side by side because with God, anything is possible. I will cover your vulnerabilities. I will cover where you are exposed. But you're in control of your thoughts. 
your first thought is something that you can't control, you guys. You have to be willing to sit and go through it. It's called the discipline muscle. Look it up, y'all. Look it up. There's so much on the discipline muscle, aka the brain. It is so important that you learn to shape the way your brain thinks because society has culturally and socially conditioned us to see the negative. Oh, this is bad. Did you see what this person is doing? Think about it, guys. I don't watch the news anymore, but every time, I don't know, two years ago when I stopped watching the news, it was, oh, look at the next bad thing. Oh, this, oh, this, oh, that. And yes, there are things that are tragic that happen in life because that's life. But why don't we talk about the good? Why don't we talk about how many pets got adopted from the Humane Society? Why don't we talk about the church that raised $80,000 almost to the dime to give away to a not-for-profit. Why don't we talk about the things that make this world go round and kinder and nicer and softer? And I don't mean soft in a bad way. Being vulnerable, you should be able to be vulnerable not only by being your most authentic self, will you be capable or become capable of being vulnerable regardless of who's around you because you are walking in the armor of God and you you guys that's really what it is walking with God is the vulnerability and the discomfort and saying God you want me to do what mm. but uh, what about that what they say like they're gonna make my life harder mm. y'all God can do anything so what makes you think that he can't help you? Stop bringing shit to bed. What makes you think that God can't stop things from getting into bed with you that do not serve him, which in return means they do not serve you? What makes you think you can fight this battle on your own? So what's getting into bed with you? Are you going to continue to allow all of these, I say feelings, and they're very valid. Feelings are valid, but they're not the truth. They're not telling you. They're not facts. Feelings are not facts, you guys. They do not get to tell you how you feel or what the story. Feelings, feelings are not facts, and they do not get to tell you how the story goes. They get to tell you how you're perceiving the story and how you feel. So if you tell yourself the actual truth, not your truth or not the story that you're telling yourself truth, but the actuality story of how it happened, of what is going on, that informs your feelings to be authentic. That informs your decision making and how you proceed to be authentic. That decides how you are going to carry yourself and what characteristics you're going to bring out and how you are going to talk differently, how you are going to walk differently. Just to recap, feelings are not facts. Truth informs your feelings. Intimacy doesn't mean sex always. You have emotional, mental, spiritual and physical intimacy. Every single one of those needs need to be met, not just one. There's a credit and debit section. Go to bed with God. 
go to bed with God because connecting on those intimate levels that we just talked about are so very important because if you don't, you're not always going to have those fulfilled. And I know you might have asked God. You might be sitting here saying, Lauren, I've asked God to do this. I've asked him for two years. You guys, Rome wasn't built in a day. God is working when we are still. And when we are faithful and praising and praying, we are sowing seeds of the future. Give yourself permission to pause. This is me giving someone the permission who needs... This is me giving somebody permission who knows that they need the permission, who feels like they need the permission. This is me giving somebody permission to pause and do what it is that you need to do in order to fill your cup and to get past this hump. Some of y'all feel like you need someone else's permission to stop. At that nine to five that you work, which really you work seven to eight because you're that dedicated because you think the more you show up for your work the better things are going to be you're going to get that promotion you're going to do this you're going to do that give yourself permission to pause you guys i used to work at buckle i finally when i was pregnant gave myself the permission i was working crazy hours i was a leader so there's so many hours that you're supposed to be working I'm not saying I was the greatest, but I freaking loved my job. It was amazing. I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to it now because it, it only served me in that season of my life. When I got pregnant and I told my boss, this was when COVID was just coming out. My baby is not a COVID baby. Neither of my babies are COVID babies. Let me get that clear. But when COVID was coming out and I told him that I was pregnant and this was when we were furloughed, there was a whole bunch of stuff happening, you guys. It was just crazy. Everybody had to figure out unemployment. I asked to go part-time because when I got pregnant, I physically could not walk up a flight of stairs without being winded. And I was like a very fit individual. I was not the fittest individual, but I was pretty stinking fit, like back to athlete fit in my life. And that was only like three years ago, guys. That was only like three years ago. So with that being said, I went to my boss and I said, hey, we need to talk about my time card because I I physically can't, I can't work at high, as high of a number as I was capable. I couldn't help as many guests. And I wasn't capable of working that long. I just wasn't capable of doing it. And I was honestly afraid of losing my baby because I was under 12 weeks pregnant at that time. My boss kept scheduling me for 35 hours a week and it had happened for two weeks and I was like, yo, this is not working for me. And it might've made an irrash decision, but I decided to quit. And I said, this is like, God was calling me somewhere else and I honestly, I truly do believe that God was calling me in that time because I was still like seeking God. That was the very beginning kind of, of me actually being intentional with God, like on a consistent basis. Not that I wasn't like in God's word previous, a year previous, I did start like diving into it, but I did not, I wasn't consistent. So this is a part of my life where I was actually being consistent 
And I just told him, I was like, you know, God is calling me somewhere else because he truly was. I wasn't lying about that. My husband, who wasn't my husband at the time, was a full-time trucker. And he was like, we just bought a car. How are you going to pay for that? And this and this and this and this. And there was a lot of things going on in our relationship at that point that should not have been happening when you have a kid with somebody. But before we got pregnant, everything was literally like the most perfect relationship we'd ever had. I want all y'all to know that I prayed for both of our babies and they are the most blessed thing on this earth. But what I'm saying is I gave myself the permission to say, hey, this is not serving God and it's not serving me. So what are we still doing? Why are you afraid to walk out and quit? Because I didn't have another job lined up. You guys, God gives visions in the dark valleys. He doesn't give them at the mountaintops. He says, hey, you're down here. Let me give you a vision from my perspective so you can go and make this happen. And I'm going to be right here with you every single time. But make sure you write this vision down. When you get down to your level, instead of my view, you're, what you're viewing because you're going through it. And I'm the one up here seeing what's made for you. And I know because I'm the one who called you. You guys, we can fall, tend to fall by the wayside. And that's not what, I mean, that's not what any of us want. But are we disciplined? Is your brain disciplined? Is your discipline muscle working? Have you worked your discipline muscle today to when it says, no, don't pick that piece of trash up. That's somebody else's job. Do you turn around and pick that up? Mm-hmm. Sharing your bed is intimate, so why not share it with God instead of a stranger from down the street? What is getting into bed with you? What are you allowing? And why are you wanting to get intimate with those kinds of thoughts? Give yourself permission. This is me giving you the permission slips. You are now capable of giving yourself permission to pause permission to celebrate the small wins, permission to value yourself and fill your cup. These permission slips do not run out. Here's your permission slips. Take them and use them wisely. And that's all for today's episode on Say Less, Say Yes. I am here to talk about authenticity, self-love, and boundaries. I am so excited to be on this journey with you guys. Like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Like right now. You never know who on the inside is needing self-love or to set boundaries. We all have different boundaries, all to different extents. As we grow, so do our boundaries and change throughout our lives. We'll see you next time for an episode here at Say Less, Say Yes.